Welcome, welcome, welcome to the new Nobody Show. Look at me, man. I'm getting my glow back, right? Getting my glow back. I'm getting that glow back. And uh, kind of widen this up a little bit, you know. Putting a little something-something on it. And, uh, but yeah, getting my glow back, man. Things are starting to get back on track. And uh, I'm very proud. Uh, long journey, man. A long journey, man. And I hope you guys have been listening to the Nobody Show and the episodes, man. They have been amazing, man. They have been amazing. You guys have been amazing. Our numbers are just shooting through the roof. I don't know what's driving it, you know. I have a general idea. I have a general idea, I do. And um, I appreciate you for doing that, you know. Uh, appreciate you guys for just listening and very and honoring, you know, all the various subjects we're covering and everything. I'm very, very proud, man. So thank you. I appreciate that. Thank you so, so much for me personally, the myth. You know, I um, I had a conversation with my mom this morning. Surprised me, really, you know. And uh, but that's how moms are, you know. Moms are about your well-being. And no matter what age you get to, they want to see you happy, man. They want to see you happy. And what I told her is that, you know, I changed my mind, man. You know, I've made all these moves, you know, spent all this money. You know, I, I've been riding for how many days now? You know, ever since last Wednesday, here we are Monday. I'm still rolling, you know what I mean? And uh, trying to get to a destination, man, that I'm, uh, you know, was going to regroup at, you know, for for six months. And it was an ulterior motive to that, you know, as well. You know, and uh, I had some things I wanted to accomplish while I did that as well. And, I, you know, uh, definitely wanted to... Uh, I had some some special personal things I wanted to take care of, you know, why I did that. But I changed my mind, man. I just wasn't feeling, you know, I, I'm I'm from a different world now, you know, and it's hard to try to go, you know, try to go to different climates and things of that nature at this stage. You know, I kind of got used to where, you know, where I was. I don't, I'm glad I left. And I mean, don't stick about that. Very glad I left, man. I was really going down, 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 man. I was changing as a person. I was not growing anymore. And although, you know, we were putting out some great episodes on the Nobody Show, my personal life was tanking. It was tanking, man. And I was not getting none of the things that I sought in life. And all of the things that I thought were going to be these great blessings were not a blessing at all. And it's unfortunate, man, but, you know, it's real life. You know, real life exists. And so... You know, she surprised me, man. She told me, you don't have to do nothing. You're not obligated, son. You're not obligated. She said, you are not obligated. I know you had good intentions. You have good intentions for why you're doing what you're doing, you know, and you want to be there, you know, and do things, you know, and stuff like that. Uh, I'm not moving back uh, to where I'm from. No, you know, none of the regions where I'm from, no. But at the same time, she was just saying, even trying to go to wherever I'm headed to, you know, if I'm not going to be happy. And I knew it, to be honest with you. I did know. I knew when I left. I knew I wasn't going to be happy. I know that no matter where I ended up, I was not going to be happy. And I was already prepared for that. And it was kind of a concession, you know what I mean? And kind of a sacrifice um, I was making to uh, always something, right? And nobody's sure, boy, you never know. But uh, it was it was a, a sacrifice I was making to just try to change the rhythm of things. You know, things were going. I was tanking. 
as in my personal life and things were going in a real wrong direction. And it was nothing I felt like I get. I felt helpless. I really felt helpless. And I was surprised, man. I was surprised, man. You know, she didn't say just make it work. You know, she didn't say try to make it work. She said, no, son, no. I don't want to see you in those situation even for two days that you're not going to be happy at. And I had to really think about it. This moms, you know what I'm saying? For moms to make a statement like that, that was huge. That was huge. And obviously I'm too tired to be thinking about trying to get back on the road going in the opposite direction to try to head back, you know, even close to where I, I would never go back to where I was from. No, no. Uh, but going back into that region though, you know, I'm used to it. I know it, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, but I wouldn't do anything right now anyway because of this heat all over the country. I mean, man, even even on the East Coast, man, oh, my God, man, look, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> this is crazy how many times it got to power off. But anyway, uh, even on the East Coast, man, burn it up. I mean, man, I've been burning up in every region I went to. I'm like, what the heck? See, that was the thing I was I was praying for. I was praying that I could get to a cooler climate and then I could play, get some ball, get some b-ball going. You know, that's my thing. That's my thinking thing. That's my calm down thing. That's when I started getting more fresh ideas and I get to get back within myself and I get more relaxed and I started, you know, I usually uh, become more productive. And the thing is that, you know, it's been so hot throughout the whole country. Every state I've been to, it's been steaming. And I don't know how my vehicle holding up. I don't understand it. And it's it's, it's got one little issue. I've been very blessed, man. I bought this vehicle. I'm going to confess it. I bought this vehicle for $800 because I needed to get to my kids. You know what I mean? And, uh... I was successful in doing that and it did everything I needed it to do, you know, and my kids are doing really, really well now, you know, and I have to, I have to attribute it to that vehicle. And yet I've driven it all over the country, $800. And I had to fix very little of anything. And last time I did, uh, when I made a trip, I had to, uh, replace the, uh, radiator. Ironically, the engine should have blown as it kept overheating for miles. I'm talking about thousands of miles. And I would just, <laughs> and how it didn't blow, I don't understand it, man. It's, I do understand it spiritually. It's all God. It's all God, man. And if I say it's contributed to my uh, my spiritual ground and my spiritual beliefs, then I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to own that. I'm going to have to own that, you know. I, my faith is unshakable, you know, it's unshakable, man. And so many things happened, man, to solidify that. I couldn't go astray from my spiritual beast if I wanted to. I, I couldn't and I wouldn't want to, you know. And, uh, man, it's just been an amazing situation, man, over and over again, how he's constantly come in and saved me. I mean, I'm talking about situations where I, I, I thought I was finished, thought I was done. Finished, you know, man. No way I'm coming back from this one. How about six, seven times in just the last uh, three or four months alone? I don't know how I'm gonna come back from this. 
You know what I mean? And yet, he keeps pulling me through, man. $800, man. And that thing has been riding me around the whole country for the last three years. It's been amazing. I bought it sometime about, I think, uh, during that first pandemic year. So, I guess two and a half years. So, And um, I've been riding, man. That thing has been carrying me away. Now, don't get me wrong. I gave up my Mercedes to get that. And um, I, 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 not, not financially, but... I gave away the Mercedes. I sold my Mercedes for practically nothing because I kept getting stopped by the police. And I just got tired of it, man, you know? And so I made this trade off, you know? And, uh, but at the time, I hadn't had a vehicle. I sold the, the, the beans. I hadn't had a vehicle for like six months, six or seven months or something. And at that point, you know, trying to get to a vehicle was very difficult. And thank the Lord, I, I had a friend in town. And she drove me to a couple of cities over and got that van and he assured me he, he talked to his boss and he said man i'm tired i got a vehicle i know this vehicle at work i know it could work and he talked him into selling it man and uh we ended up making a deal and 800 dollars was the deal drove out and never looked back never looked back it's been amazing man it has and uh but back to what my mom said though you don't have to do nothing you know how many times we thought we was trapped in a situation we didn't want to be in, thinking we had to do it. We had to do it for whatever reason. And it might be very honorable reasons, just like mine. Very honorable reasons, man. I'm not getting into it because it's personal reasons. And But the thing is, um, I do feel an obligation to stick with the original plan that I had to come up with, you know, because of the fact of the personal reasons. But, you know, listen to what my mom said, it really gives me something to think about, you know, and today I'm not doing any traveling, so I won't be, I won't resume again until tomorrow. But, you know, man, hearing what she said, man, it really, it stuck with me. It stuck with me. And once I get some rest, I really have time to really uh, digest it and make some decisions. And she's saying, hey, you know, don't go in and get, you know, get a house or whatnot. You know, even for the six months you were going to do it for, you know, if you know you're not going to be happy, you know. And I knew it. I knew it in advance, man. I'm going to tell you, a day before I left, officially left, it hit me. You know, oh, man, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do this, man. I didn't have a heart to tell anyone. I didn't have a heart to tell anyone. I just kept it to myself and I was going to swallow it, you know, and just digest it, man, and swallow that for six months. And in the meantime, try to focus on growing and doing things, you know. And uh, but it was gonna be difficult, man. And I say gonna be because I haven't still squashed the plan yet. Because again, it was for personal reasons, and so I still don't know for sure if I'm going to squash it. But you know, and really trying to just go reset up, you know, when I've already shut everything down, that'll be a little challenge as well. But that's a financial thing, you know. I think I clean that up pretty easily. It's just that, um, you know, I put a lot into making that move. I really did, man. And whereas normally I would have made, I would have been drive, drive nonstop, you know, and took a break probably two days, you know, maybe a day and a half, two days later, then take a break or something like that, you know, because of, you know, my physical condition, you know, I had to do it, you know, in many, many stops, you know what I mean? And so that's normally not me, but, you know, Thank the Lord I'm learning how to live with it, 
you know, learn how to keep adjusting and stuff. And nobody knows, you know, all the time, you know, that, you know, how, you know, this, this little situation that I have to deal with for the rest of my life, you know, and good news is, you know, even today I got, you know, hit on by a couple of women and stuff. So thank, thank you, by the way, because what it does is let me know, you know, that I'm still viable, you know, I still, you know, I'm still me, you know, and I, like I said, my glow is coming back, man. I, I still got a little ways to go, you know, see a little dry right there. I don't know what, I think it's the heat has just dried my skin out, you know, and, uh, and so I'm have to do a lot of rejuvenation. I'm starting to drink water, you know, do things I normally wouldn't do. But man, right, for her to tell me that and take that weight off of me, because it's something's been weighing me down. It really has. It's been weighing me down, man. I did feel obligated. I feel like I was, you know, I did feel like I was kind of putting myself in another trap situation. I just got out of a trap situation. I felt very trapped while I was living. And I was very unhappy. I was actually miserable, if you want to be honest. And the only thing that gave me some kind of uh, some kind of light is the fact that I did, you know, I had a little thing going on that I was really looking forward to growing in and believing in. And so uh, I was ready to give my all to it. And so that right there, it was the, 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 the light that came, you know, and that light can shine again. It can shine again, man. That time can come again and it will come again at some point in life. You know, in the meantime, I'm not, I don't, I'm not waiting. I don't wait on anything. I don't wait on anybody. So in the meantime, you know, I always say, keep it moving. Got to keep it moving, man. But we got to be honest with ourselves too. And for the first time in my life in a long time, I was not honest with myself. I was not honest with myself. I was ready to swallow that pill, man. And I was ready to just be, you know, not so happy you know, for six months, you know what I mean? Don't get wrong, I was going to get some joy out of it in some shape or fashion because of the personal goals I had set and things and for the personal reasons I was, you know, you know, going to uh, do what I was going to do. But I may have to find another way because I'm thinking about what she said and I don't want to repeat of what I just left, you know what I mean? I don't, you know, I was really, uh, I'm a, I have a lot to offer. I have a lot to offer this world. I have a lot to offer myself. I have a lot to offer a potential mate. I have a lot to offer, man. And uh, I'm just, for some reason, I was just ready to tank all that in a sense. I don't, you know, feel that 100% because I was going to try to, you know, get things going in, in my other areas of my uh, my skills levels. And like I have a social media in a couple of months now. And, you know, I haven't done anything, you know, I think it bothers me a little bit that, uh, and I was just having a conversation with a young lady that just made a movie, man. I'm very proud of her, man. She was showing me the movie and the highlights and everything, you know, and um, just made me for a minute and just uh, she had known me. Had turns out, man, that had, had streamed some of my music, man, uh, on, on their social media, man. I, <laughs> And so to meet me in person was very interesting, man. And uh, didn't even know me, you know. And I was just, I was, it was interesting. It was very interesting. I was very, very proud of her, man. Very proud of her. And uh, the accomplishments she has made and stuff. And she even, you know, offered to have me try to do some stuff uh, for the, the sequel that they're going to be doing here uh, at the end of the month. And, uh, but the thing is that, you know, you know, it, I guess... I don't know what stung me the hardest, man. You know, it was it the stealing of my music, you know what I mean? Or 
some of the personal things that occurred, you know, in you know, my love life or I don't know, you know, what stung me the hardest, you know. Uh, I think really probably the spiritual stuff, you know, uh, being some of the spiritual stuff that was thrown on me. I didn't want to. I didn't want. I didn't want. I didn't want things that I don't believe in spiritually thrown on me. And I think that's what really ate me up the most. And it was coming from different sources. And I'm wrong. One source was stronger than, than the other. But they all combined to really was affecting me spiritually. And my spiritual world is my personal world. Nobody gets it coming in and wreck that under no circumstances. And for that to have happened, it's because I opened up my door. You know, I, I allowed certain things in and I, and I, 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 it affected me. It really did affect me. And it did have a lot to do with why I moved. It had a lot to do with it because anytime my spiritual world is affected, I change. And I start losing who I am. And that's what happened. You know, I, I have changed and I got to find a way and not back. I don't believe in going back. So, no, whoever I was and the beautiful person I was and all the beautiful things that I brought that allowed those things to happen. I don't want I don't never want things to come back. I want to always come back better, better. I remember, you know, when I did come from being homeless, you know. And I had, I used to have a lot of, you know, cars in, you know, a lot of cars, man, <laughs> all cash, had a good life, man. And it wasn't something, I ain't that I didn't appreciate it. I did appreciate it. I appreciate every moment I knew I had. I knew I was blessed, you know, but at the time, man, it was so much, you know what I mean? Sometimes you can have too much, too many blessings, not too many blessings. That's the wrong word. I don't like that. No. But you can have so much of your access and you in play mode. See, that's the thing about it. I was in play mode with all of that. And I didn't I really didn't blow it. I didn't blow I didn't blow my opportunities, man. I really didn't. I actually I played conservatively and I did it the right way. But still, it bothered me spiritually because I was worried, you know, about having that much, you know, and I worried if I was able going to be able to stay on my spiritual path. And uh, I did way more when I was didn't have anything, even on a homeless state. State I did way more soul saving and more life changing efforts and things that you know to this day still stand. You know that don't mean I want to go back to it. No, heck, no, no way. You know I can do it with things now. You know, but what I reason I bring that up is I ask God to give my life back. Give me back my life, man, but don't make it like it was. And I had a great life, you know. No, I want a better life. And what he gave me, instead of giving me all of the toys and all of the things I could ever want and do whatever I want anytime I want, he gave me security. See, that's a different thing right there. Security. Well, you know and you don't have to worry about are you going to eat today. You know what I mean? You don't have to worry about are you going to have transportation? Are you going to have a roof over your head? And he gave me that. Now, I have voluntarily not trying to take a, a lot of that away, you know, obviously by, you know, me being on the road and so forth. And uh, it's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable because it kind of feels like that old thing, you know, and uh, the being without. But that's not the reality. And so I have to keep that in mind. But mom really put that in perspective about the fact that I don't have to do anything, you know. And 
I have to think about that, man. I'm going to have to process that and figure out how I'm going to approach that and what I'm going to do. I, I really am, man. You know, I don't like this being on the road stuff. At first, it was, you know, back in the days, it was adventure. Back in the days, oh, my God, look at that's all I wanted to do. You know, but again, I'm not driving my one of my old my vehicles, man. I'm not popping tops, you know what I'm saying? I ain't got all my got my fresh popping CDs lined up, ready to roll, and um, you know, bumping like I like to bump. I'm wrong. I don't go through neighborhoods bumping. Nah, 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 that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about on the road. You know what I'm saying? Private moments between me and myself. What motivates me to hit that gas a little stronger? That's all. But yeah, um, that was a deep statement, man. And when it comes from your mom, man, you know that's all love. It's all love. And, uh, man, I have to really process that. And when you get new news like that that blows you away, you know, it's something that you really have to think about. And you really do have to process. And then you have to think, how am I going to, how do I make a move on that? You know? And I think what it comes down to is I think I might just, I don't know, man. I don't know. I'm thinking about just selling my vehicle. Selling my vehicle and starting all over again from scratch. You know, it's hard to get rid of it. My daughter is going to turn off flip. She knows with that, man, I can get to her anywhere in the world. And she don't want me to do that. But I have to think about my mom said, man, you don't have to do anything. And man, what a statement. And what a freeing statement. Take a lot of pressure off you. And I do feel pressure. I feel pressure. And, uh, you know, I'm going to rest tonight. You know, and by the way, by the way, I had declared this morning that I was going to do something to treat myself. I was lost. I've been lost all day long. I don't even know where I'm at. I was tripping me out, really. I'm lost, man. I have no clue as to where I'm at. <laughs> And so I'm just in the, the GPS that don't don't have no clue. We just out here running around two lost souls. It's just mad crazy, man. You know, but I said I was going to do something to treat myself today. And I did do that. I committed to doing that. And uh, you will know when I've gotten somewhere where I can take a minute, you know, and breathe for a second when I pull them golf clubs out. Cause that's what I committed. I want to play golf for my first time. I want to do it the whole 18 old deal. I don't want no practice swings. None of that. None of that. I want to just come out the gate. I want to see if I can Tiger Woods or man, you know, <laughs> and go by the things that I learned watching the, the sport, you know. And I do know, I'm not no idiot. I do know that you hit that ball, man. You cannot predict where that ball is going to go and he's a prime example you know this man won how many tournaments and if you look at his ball now he can't control it always you know and that hey that's one of the best that ever did it so to let you know how difficult a sport it is you know and so i'm not going in blind but i'm going in confident you know i believe in me and I believe I can do my first time. I can go out there and do this doggone thing. So I'm looking forward to it, man. Uh, I don't think it'll be in time soon. I'm really tired of training. Obviously, this is going to take take toll on you being on the road that, you know, as long as I have almost a week now. And uh, it's going to take a toll on you. So it won't be no time soon, but I, I'm looking forward to that, man. And right now, I just want to process this new information she gave me and this new opportunity she's gave me. And I want to figure out how I'm going to, how am I going to handle this thing? You know, what exactly am I going to do? 
because I need to be happy. I need to be happy. And I was really, I was seriously willing to sacrifice happiness, you know, just to, um, you know, settle in, man, and just bunker down for six months and just regroup. You know, and uh, again, I have some personal reasons I cannot discuss why I wanted to. I also do that as well, but I don't know, man. You know, um, that is a big decision I had made, and now I'm faced with a bigger decision and a more important decision because, you know, happiness is the whole ultimate goal of anything. And anytime you're willing to sacrifice that, it better be for a darn good reason. And don't get me wrong, it was for a darn good reason. It really was, and it's still here. And so, I have to decide how I'm going to approach, you know, um, how I'm going to, you know, how I'm going to go about it, you know, but I just want to talk, say to you yourself, you know, hey, by my mom's own words, you don't have to do anything. So a lot of times we do feel like we're boxed in and we have to do certain things and we obligate to do certain things. No, we're not. No, we're not. No, we're not. You know, because anytime the queen puts it out there and does it from a place of love, knowing what my goal was, she knows what the personal goal is. And she understands it. And she was like, hey, you know, it's honorable. It's very honorable that you were doing that. And I like what you're trying to do, you know. But knowing what you're going to be dealing with and knowing that personally you're not going to be happy, you know, and you're gonna not, you know, not going to be happy. I don't think you should. I don't. I don't like that. She's. I don't, I don't. I don't. That's not a good move. That's not a good move. And uh, so you know, one of the places I was at, and while I was been on location when I started out on location, you know, uh, she encouraged me, man, to uh, maybe you know, go back there, go back there, and uh, you know, and maybe entertain doing the six months there. You know, uh, I wouldn't be able to accomplish the one personal goal I was trying to accomplish by doing this, you know, but it would, I would have, you know, some kind of peace of mind for myself, you know, so I had to make a decision. I had to make a decision, you know, and um, it's a hard decision to make, but I would say, and I want you to hear me say it again, you don't have to do anything. We're not obligated, man. This is our life. We only get this one shot. You know what I mean? And obviously for me, I'm not 19 years old. You know what I mean? So I like to get it right the first time on everything. And going forward in my life, man, I want everything. I want to get it right the first time. I don't have time for mistakes. I don't have time for errors. And who knows? For all I know, you know, this last week of travel may have been a mistake. I don't know. I don't know. I know that I, I'm making a positive effort and a positive move, so I would never call it a mistake, and especially considering the fact I was not happy where I was living at. And that was a geological thing. That wasn't exactly an area thing. It was actually where I was living, literally. And I just didn't like it, man. You know, I, I've outgrown apartments, to be honest with you. I've outgrown apartments, man. There's nothing wrong with them. And nothing wrong with them at all. But you have to, you got to think about your actual components of your life and everything. And for me, I just can't, I, it just wasn't me no more, man. It just wasn't me no more, you know. And I just couldn't deal with the, you know, uh, 
upstairs, next door, you know, here or there, all the different things that come with apartments, you know, I just, I just outgrown it, man, you know, and it ain't that you can outgrow an apartment, no, man, you can be in an apartment till you're 92 years old and be happy as heck, but it has to be you, and it's just not me, it's just not me, man, I'm a very private person, and I gave up my privacy for too long, way too long, and it changed me in a sense that, you know, this is why here I am sitting here now alone. See, that's not cool. That is not cool, man. It's not meant to be alone. And I'm telling you, I've learned, man, the two most important things in life is living and love. I want both of those things and I want them as soon as possible. By the way, we're going to get rid of sign off here in a minute. Uh, I, you know, again, I appreciate today, man. I really do, man, because... It's let me know that, you know, the love part is still available for me. I just have to get past, you know, get over some things, you know. Once I get over those things, you know, then it'll it'll settle in. It'll settle in. And especially with me learning that hard lesson about living in love and being a primary thing, not succeeding all the time, not always, you know, adding to your bank account, not always, you know, just building and creating like I love to do. It's not. It's, that cannot be your primary thing in life. It has to be living life in love. Nothing can exceed that. And I learned that on air. On air, I learned that. And now I'm going to make sure I live it. You know what I mean? We don't have to do anything. My mom said it. This is the Nobody Show, the show guaranteed to get canceled. Hosted by the myth. Talk to you later.